You're listening to the Remax Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Remax of Western Canada. Well, welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise coordinator with Remax of Western Canada, and I am your host for this audio experience. The Remax Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our Remax network. On this episode, I'm joined by Mark Thiessen, a commercial agent with Remax Professionals in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Mark has spent his entire 30-year career exclusively in the commercial real estate industry. He is active in all aspects of commercial real estate, including investment sales, acquisition and leasing in office, retail, industrial, multi-residential properties, land and consulting. He has authored Winnipeg Realtors' Offer to Lease and has co-authored the Manitoba Real Estate Association's Offer to Purchase, which has been widely accepted without revisions since 2005. Each of the past three years, Mark has landed in the top five of Western Canada Remax Commercial Associates. Mark, welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. Hey, thanks so much, Wade. Glad to be here. Uh, that was a mouthful. There's a lot of accomplishments there, which is awesome. And considering you have three decades of experience in the commercial field, what advice would you give to someone who's considering a career in commercial real estate? Well, I think it's tougher today. I mean, uh, there are training programs and there are people that you can model yourself after. And in a competitive uh, market, I think that's important. Uh, when I started, I was shown the phone book and, and a phone and uh, told they'd see me at lunch. But uh, I think someone should grab a mentor and uh, interview a few people that they think are successful or they'd like to model themselves after. And... Uh, Cut your teeth with someone working hard for them and build your own business the way you want to build it. Yeah, that's great advice. And so for you then, did you have a mentor when you started in the business or you didn't have that opportunity? I didn't have that opportunity. Where I started, it was really a uh, uh, a relation to a, to a family friend, how I got started in the business, which was a fortuitous uh, luck on my part. But uh, there was really no training program there. And uh Commercial had uh, existed for many years, but there really wasn't a formula for teaching new people. You learned at your office, you learned by osmosis or by trial and error. And thinking back to all of the experience that you have now, aside from going back and getting a mentor, where is maybe an area that you struggled early? Well, I think I learned a lot of things by by trial and error, what worked best. And um, the only way to really have... uh, a litmus test on that was to to have made some errors, uh, whether it was to suggest someone was not making the right decision as opposed to doing the right thing or watching the way other people would handle objections or deal with closings. What common issues do you see with residential agents who maybe they see the big price tag on a commercial deal and they try to dabble in that side of things? Yeah, there's a couple of issues there. I mean, there are a lot of residential people that take on a commercial listing uh, maybe even keep it to them to themselves for a bulk of the contract, advertise it, spend money, and then just give up. Um, they they do look at some of the commercial deals or the ones that they know about being uh, big deals and would like to get involved in that. I've also tried to bring people along or mentor people um, in uh, in hopes of having a successor one day. And uh, everyone's looking for that home run with the ball rolling through the uh, the parking lot and. Uh, you really need to do some, do some leasing, uh, pay some bills, and take your chances on the sales, which don't happen as regularly as uh, as the leasing. So over the years, what is it that has made you successful in this industry? 
Really, the ability to to learn and adapt to to retain the skills that uh, that I did learn by trial and error. Um, ha- have a very large memory. I'm able to remember all the things that I've learned and to document things. Keeping it on a computer has helped a lot. Having uh, forums and documentation like that, but really, really retaining all of my life lessons uh, through work and and applying them, rinse, repeat. I'm, I feel truly blessed to have been born not only in Canada, but in Winnipeg. It's a very easy market to understand, very predictable, growing with great people there. Our quality of life is exceptional. And as different as my parents were, they were both educators. They made me who I am today. And I have the skill set for commercial. Uh, that's really where I think uh, everything started. Interested in learning more about a career in real estate? Head over to joinremax.ca. Getting more specifically into that, what are some of those life lessons? What are things that you've discovered over the years, maybe specifically? Some of the life lessons that I learned early on in my career was determining what type of people people were. I mean, there's really four personality types. And if you're trying to be yourself to everybody, you'll only sell to about half the population. And uh, once, you, once you learn the different types of, of personalities that exist, what excites them, what makes them, what sets them on fire. Um, and then, I mean, there are also, I also studied the 47 different methods of closing. And uh, I mean, that's a great tip. Some people don't want to be closed. Some people do want to be closed. You know, some closes don't work. The puppy dog closed, take it home for a couple of weeks, see if you like it, doesn't work in real estate. You have to adapt the ones that work. And uh, part of that is trial and error. And uh, I wish I had uh, had a mentor and started sooner with that. I would, have, I would have done even better had I learned those lessons earlier. That's really interesting. So how long does it take to identify which one of those traits somebody is? You, you can identify which type of person someone is immediately. I, I can now identify, you know, what type of a person they are immediately. I have clients that require you know, 30 to 40 minutes of small talk about food before we do business. And I have other people that want, want to be closed without knowing they're being closed. What changes or trends uh, should we be on the lookout for when it comes to commercial real estate? That, that's, that's one of the things that's really aided my success is forecasting what's next. Uh, everyone always says uh, change is constant in real estate. But uh, what I've sold over the years has, has constantly changed. We're now in a, uh, an evaporated state of uh, investment properties, and I've had to sell land and do more leasing to keep up the income level that I want. Um, I've always sort of gotten the fastest moving stream, and I liken it to a law firm. If, uh, if you're only doing family law and everyone's getting along that year, you're making no money. Um, when, uh, you know, funny, funny story, when uh, Lloyd Robertson was on the CTV National News talking about the information superhighway, I, I really wasn't sure what that was. And, um, you know, two, three years later, I went to Toronto and realized what they were doing with video closets, antenna farms, and air rights, and uh, did, did several pop sites for Bell Canada in Winnipeg and completed the last two cell phone networks in Winnipeg while no one knew what I was doing. How does the marketing you do as a commercial agent differ from maybe your residential counterpart? I think uh, there is so much information on the internet and uh, you go to the lake or you go anywhere and people are talking about comps, what this one sold for, how many bedrooms and bath that house had. 
So the information is available to them. And what I see on the residential side is that they are putting together a complete package of all the information or the good agents are. Uh, In commercial, I think it's an important step to make the phone ring. I call it kind of tickler information. We have enough information to make the phone ring. Through many different systems, I get get interest by email and that they'd rather be contacted by email. Guess what? That's not my next client. Hmm. Interesting. So what is some of that information, that tickler information that somebody might be interested in? In commercial, you're trying to bait them with a few uh, facilities, maybe the power, maybe the redevelopment, maybe a, a zoning change or uh, changes that are happening in the area and the neighborhood, why this property may be worth more in the future, what may be able to be done with it. And you're really trying to spawn the natural questions that you know they're going to answer by leaving them out. It's not the salient features of the building, but it's really the next step from what you've given them. Remax is very known for that balloon, right? There's a lot of marketing dollars that go into promoting that. And so what has your experience been working with Remax Commercial? Has that been something, I mean, you're leveraging the power of the brand of Remax, of course, but you're still trying to be within the commercial sphere. So how's that experience been? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big shadow that the, uh, the balloon casts. But, uh, you know, I moved from a, uh, another national brand affiliate to come to Remax. And um, instantly, my client saw the Remax logo and realized Remax is real estate. I would say uh, there was no downtime, even some uptick. I moved to Remax July 4th, 2000, my Independence Day. I woke up. There was a Remax balloon in the backyard, and as soon as I crossed Main Street, a Remax bus went in front of me. So I knew it was the right decision, and my clients adopted it instantly. You're here for the Remax Commercial Symposium, and we always talk about in residential real estate how important it is to go to networking events, and, and not just this event here this week, but do you find that's important in commercial as well to be going to industry events? If so, what is the most important part? Is it to learn what's happening in the industry? Is it the networking side of it? I think it's different for everybody. What you what you uh, put into a conference is what you get out of it. Uh, I've done so much volunteering and gone to so many conferences and seen Zig Ziglar a number of times that, uh, you know, it's not really the message that's translated at the at the conferences or symposiums. I really uh, get off on the relationships with other agents. I find uh, we all think about referring to other towns. We we do want to ask if they want fries with that. But knowing the people gives you the ability to talk to these people. Shifting gears a little bit, I want to ask about commercial teams. I understand you were on a commercial team beforehand. Any advice for somebody wanting to get into that? I think, uh, you know, I see commercial teams and residential teams. Uh, I think the the word and the concept is, is overused. I think that uh, teams have to be dissimilar people. You need to have different skill sets. There's some very good books on teams and uh, what type of people you need. If you're like-minded with someone else, you always get along, kind of the same person working with the same people. A team is not for you. You need to bring skills that you don't have to have a complete team. And the final question, Mark, since it is the Remax Hustle podcast, we like to end every episode with a hustle tip. So essentially, when you need to get something done, what is your Remax Hustle tip for accomplishing that task? Well, my, my big hustle tip is that results are a direct correlation to, uh, to effort. And uh, I find so many people are often not happy with where they are 
financially or what's happening for them that day. And uh, I think you need to look back and make sure your efforts equal where you want to be financially. That's a great point to end on. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. Really appreciate it, Wade. And that's all for this episode. We hope that you took away an idea or strategy to help grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. 